0: Engine men can have love for the trucky. Beautiful minds, but we love getting ugly. Risk takers with a clover, man, we love getting lucky. You run, we chase fire. I love when it ducks me. Tones go off, house watch, read the address out. 1075, get up off the magic couch. 500 gallons, prepare for the baddest drought you want on the way when disaster's Can't out. Can't even get a little bit rattled when you enter with Exit Apparel. Mayday member down, they'll drag you. You won't get this from every Tom Dick and Harold, but here's a view from the top floor with Mickey Farrell. What is up, guys? This is Mickey Farrell coming to the TFT headquarters based here in New York City, bringing you a view from the top floor. We're discussing current topics, tactics, and dilemmas plaguing the American fire service. With a no-fluff, all-business attitude, we push the limits of hot-button issues as well as shed some light on trending issues that many choose to shy away from. So what's going on, guys? Today, we're going to jump right into the floor above. This is a question-and-answer segment of the show where you submit your questions to me. I will do the best I can to get you the best possible answer. Uh, If I don't have the answer, I will reach out to my Rolodex of friends and mentors and come up with the best possible answer I can. So question number one, I've heard a lot of complaints or negative comments about the next generation coming into the fire service. What exactly are the complaints and what can I do to change the narrative? So this is actually a question, believe it or not, I get very often Um, and it's pretty simple. Like there's a lot of things we can do early on in our career to set us up for success, but the changing that narrative, what I find with this next or newer generation coming in is they lack humility. Humility kind of sets the pace, the even level of understanding where you actually fit in as that new young firefighter. I don't care what you did before you came to the firehouse. You may have worked at Best Buy, you may have worked at Applebee's, maybe you were a fireman in a different city or a town, but when you come there, it's a level playing field. And the truth is, it's all about your confidence. Naturally, that ability will compile a series of mistakes and failures, but then simultaneously have the humility to create the power to do just that. Albert Einstein famously said, Wisdom is not a product of schooling, but a lifelong attempt to acquire it. So ultimately, we must understand that mastering our craft is a journey, not a destination, and that there is no limit to wisdom. More or less, we can undoubtedly gain a degree of experience along the way, but this is coming through accepting the fact that we make mistakes. That's something the next generation coming into the job to change the narrative will allow you to do just that, accepting humility. Question number two. What are your thoughts on the show for taking a different route to a run than what the boss said to take? So, there's a gray area in this question, I feel like, that it's a really, really hard to answer uh, the right way. Now, it all comes into who is that officer versus who is that chauffeur. Is this a chauffeur that's been there a long time? Is he a senior guy? Is it an officer that's assigned to the company? Or if he's just covering a shift for the day? Uh, variables. Like everything on the fireground, ground, there's variables. So this decision-making process comes down to ultimately the officer has the final say because the officer has to answer to the chief. If something was to happen en route to that fire and they get lost, they get in an accident and they took a different way than what they were supposed to take or what the officer wanted you to take, he's the one who has to answer to the chief, not the chauffeur. So that's that gray area. Now flip the script, officer covering for the day, you have a senior chauffeur, he should know the right way to go and he should put that officer somewhat in his place But with a confidence level of professionalism, letting that officer know that, no, this is the way we take it to this route, to this fire. Uh, Tough question to answer, but it's a great question. I think it's a game-time decision, a lot of variables behind it. But ultimately, in the end, the officer has the final say, but a good chauffeur can probably override that, that sense of dictating what the officer wants to do in that moment by being confident. Number three, if you were the roof man at a fire in a six story new law tenement, good body of fire on the third floor, at least two rooms going, and it's the middle of the night as a roof man, are you staying on the roof after your main duties are complete? Or are you dropping down to the top floor? Variable water on the fire or not? So there's a lot of depth in this question. One thing I want to focus on, it says right here, after your main duties are complete, now I truly feel that when you're fighting a fire in a new law tenement or an H type, your main du- your main duties as a roofman are never really complete until we are into the secondary search stage of the fire. Uh, we always have to maintain integrity of staying on that roof. For number one, that's your roof. That's your position. You own it. But once our primary duties are done, finding a second means of egress, securing the roof is is a good roof to be on. Now, granted, the fire is on the third floor, but it's the things we have to go through our mind, the, that the mental checklist. Forcing the bulkhead door, searching the top of the bulkhead, and addressing all natural vents. Looking for any shafts, enclosed or open, and then we start to look for tie-off points in case we have to put that rope into operation. These are the sequential order of things we do. Now, new law tenement, fire, third floor, heavy volume of fire. We have to monitor conditions of fire travel up into that cockloft. That's why your job is never truly done as the roof man the soil pipe. Locate that soil pipe. Feel the soil pipe. If it's cool, you're good. If it's warm, the fire's coming. If it's hot, the fire's already there in that cockloft. Call for a saw. Get that area opened up. Very, very important to monitor future conditions. Now, fire out a couple windows, your monitoring conditions. You're the eyes and ears of the chief. You're the eyes and ears as the engine company as well. If you have fire out the window and they knock it down, you hear water on the fire, the tempo of the fire slows. Then you hear the engine officer say, we have, we have the bulk of the fire knocked down. Give a few seconds. If you notice that in the rear, you have heavy fire blowing out windows. Maybe they missed it on the inside. Get on the radio ladder one, the engine one. Still have fire out two windows in the rear, allow that engine to redirect. And get that line down the hallway and put that fire out you can guide that engine into position that's why we never truly give up that roof we own that roof that's your brothers downstairs that's your first two companies teamwork company integrity we work together now as far as opening up the roof and maintaining that integrity once we realize that we do have fire travel into that cockloft, that's an urgent message but we don't want to give a report for fire in the off if it's just smoke. Very, very important when we're checking for extension. Um, as well as finding those shafts, another time to give an urgent. If we have a shaft enclosed and that is attached to the fire apartment, give that urgent message. Let everyone know that we are dealing now with possibly a shaft fire or if someone was to show into that shaft, the only point of rescue would be through the life-saving room. This is where you have to be forward-thinking on that roof. So again, our roof duties are never truly done. All right, guys, that's all I got for today. Those are the three questions that were submitted. A quick recap. Changing the narrative for the young firefighter. Accepting humility. Goes a long way. Number two, changing the route from what the officer gives you on the way to a fire. That game-time decision for a chauffeur. Truly, I believe it's, it's a lot of variables behind that to give the proper answer but i think the answer is that it comes down to who the officer is versus who that chauffeur is a covering officer versus a senior chauffeur Uh, ultimately in the end the officer has the final say but hopefully that officer is smart enough to allow the chauffeur to to be the ambassador of the truck company set the tempo and the flow and number three giving up the roof to drop down once our main duties are completed at a new law tenement or a big h type fire and I think truly that our job at a new law tenement as the roof man your job is never truly completed once we do our sequential step order of tasks we have to monitor conditions and keep an eye and ear for the chief as well as the companies operating on the fire floor and floors above all right guys so that's all I got for you today the floor above this is Mickey Fowler view from the top floor if you'd like to submit a question for the next floor above Segment and answer show the floor above the fire at gmail.com. Temporary for now, when we change it, I'll let you know. But that's where you can submit the questions now, and we'll get you an answer. All right, guys, have a going, stay low.